Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Control Group. We are playing again today, Pasión de las Pasiones. It is a Powered by the Apocalypse game, and it just was successfully funded on Kickstarter. Check it out. It's by Magpie Games and Brandon Leon Gambetta. And um, I have a couple of players here with me as well. We have... Nicholas Hodge playing Lorenzo Fuentes. Uh, my name is Hadley Singer, and I am playing Dom Flores. I'm Dennis Veray, and I'm playing Ziomara de Placina. And I'm Marcus, and I am El Production. But we have a little bit of unfinished business today. We return to the hit telenovela, Estomagos and Corazones, Hearts and Stomachs. This is the <laughs> series finale, episode 362. Oh my god. Of Estomagos and Coraz y Corazones. <laughs> Now, a lot has happened since we last saw our characters previously on this show. We'll have to catch the audience up with a lot, because it's been two years. Oh my god. <laughs> in real life. Inside of the show, it's probably been even more. Previously, on Estomagos y Corazones, Ziomara and Dominic are on their wedding day at the chapel, and suddenly... There's a close-up on a bomb installed inside of the church organ. <gasps> Xiomara and Dom are saying their I do's with the pastor, and all of the chapel seats are full of family members, all excited, crying, cheering them on. And suddenly Lorenzo runs up to the church doors, shouting, no! And just as he reaches the doors, the entire church explodes. Oh my god! We cut to three months later when Siomara wakes up from a coma after life-saving surgery and skin grafts and plastic surgery that altered her appearance. She looks in the mirror to see an entirely new face. We as the audience though know that this is just because Anna Santana, her actress, had to leave because she got a movie deal. So she, it's because the show was that successful, she got a movie deal that quickly and she was in a, a movie called uh, Flores del Sol where she plays a nun. Who's, who falls in love and has to leave it. It's a whole thing. Anyways, the new actress was, has also been in telenovelas, though, so she's really good. But, so Ziamata has a new face. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dominic is at the altar once again. Before Ziamata can reach him, he has already remarried to Gabrielle Delmonico. <gasps> Cut to Ephraim has made a full recovery and is able to contest Gabrielle's ownership of both resorts. In order to further stake his claim, he calls in the big guns, patriarch of the Sanchez family, Efrain's grandfather, Sebastian Sanchez, who is also the father of late Tio Ramon Sanchez. Lorenzo had gotten a postcard from Carmen. Right as Lorenzo walked in, Carmen had stashed several gold bars inside of the furnace in order to not be caught by him, and the postcard was where she received the location of all of the gold bars and the lost fortune. But now, as Lorenzo looks at the postcard, it's ripped, and the entire location of the fortune cannot be read. He's forced to return to where the actual postcard came from, Los Estados Unidos. As Lorenzo Fuentes exits the plane into Juarez, Texas. <laughs> he has many new trials and new adventures in the American West. Oh, shit. We have a montage of many different scenes that show that he earned his title of 
El Caballero. <laughs> That's great. The location of the Lost Fortune was so close to being within his grasp. As he catches several banditos and puts them into a Texas jail cell, he interrogates them, finally finding the location of the Lost Fortune. Just in time for his phone to ring. It's a text from his old boss, from his old life, Sebastian Sanchez. The text reads, I'm activating you again. Return to my side. Return to Cancun, Mexico. It's like a long side plot. That's great. <laughs> I like that the show has like really picked up syndication with American audiences, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead if there's anything else you have. <laughs> On the, on, the, on the previous, previous episode? Like, the most recent? Anything happened between now and the last episode, I guess. <laughs> Anything? Yeah. Oh, God. Let, let us not forget <laughs> the uh, exciting episode, the highest rated episode uh, of the entire series thus far, uh, which was when Lorenzo found the Aztec tomb in which <laughs> the lost fortune, uh, the, the remainder of the lost fortune was hidden. And all of the zombies he had to fight yeah. <laughs> in order to get past, in order to get into the final chamber and retrieve the chest full of treasure, only to be be set upon by wild pumas, <laughs> which he had to fight with his bare hands as as his uh, his companion and aide, a Texas lawmaker, uh, Texas sheriff. Uh, closed the door behind him and took the treasure for himself. And Lorenzo had to crawl out of the ground <laughs> like a zombie himself and chase after the sheriff back to uh, back to his uh, his own jail in in Texas. And he took over the jail and established himself as a new sheriff. What a great episode! <laughs> so now Lorenzo returns. So now Lorenzo returns to Mexico. His coat full of gold bars. Yes. That apparently made it through customs. I don't know. And a gold badge that says Sheriff of Texas. (laughs) Sheriff of Texas. (laughs) We see shortly after the reconstructive surgery to save Ziomara's life, as she's getting unbandaged and before she can look at her face, uh, there's a shadowy doctor in the scene removing her bandages. Uh, speaking in a low murmur. I wasn't always a doctor, you know. Before my uh, accident, I I was actually a uh, hotel and restaurant manager. (laughs) (laughs) Until someone had poisoned my scotch. (gasps) I had wandered the streets of Cancun uh, until another doctor had found me. He trained me in his ways. And I have since been working as a plastic surgeon for the past two years. <laughs> and it wasn't until I looked upon your disfigured face that I remembered everything. I know you're Ziomara de Placina. <gasps> and I know that I am Tio Ramon. <gasps> Tio Ramon's alive? <laughs> as he finishes unbandaging the rest of Ziomara, uh, Ziomara the actor who's been recast, is now completely white. She's just a full-ass white woman. (laughs) Uh, And this was done to, like, help ratings with the new American audience. 
Um, Tia Ramon spins her around dramatically. You betrayed me, but Dominic betrayed you. And the enemy of my enemy is my enemy. (laughs) I will help you get revenge against Dominic and earn us both back La Riviera. As Ziomara responds, well, thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, kind of stranger. <laughs> it's just a completely like it's just it's set in Texas now. Like they say it's Cancun, but it's definitely the beaches of of Texas. <laughs> they just completely moved the studio and everything. Like nobody remembers what the the opening credits used to look like anymore. <laughs> Are there beaches in Texas? Yeah, yeah. There's tons it's a of whole ass ocean down there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The Gulf of Mexico, my man. Yeah, isn't that crazy to think about? Yeah. Yeah. Geography's wild. Do you guys remember the episode where uh, Jake Gyllenhaal showed up on the show? <laughs> and uh, he, like, started acting all strange and stuff? That's the reason why all the supernatural stuff came into effect, because they were like, Jake Gyllenhaal can't be in this and not give us some sort of weird plot twist. Hence right. the zombies, right? Uh, right. h- hence uh, Dom's robot army of thugs. Um, you know, it's just, it, it, it's been a really wild show the past two years. Now we return to episode 362 of Estomagos y Corazones. A large estate full of different thugs and employees and staff. Walking past all of them is Lorenzo Fuentes. As he enters, every one of them gasps as they see him. They have not seen him in years, had not expected to see him ever again. He brushes past even the strongest of their bandits and moves in to the office of Sebastian Sanchez. How did you get my number? I have looked after you for many years. I could never forget my prodigal son. Impossible. I have been in America, a place where a land land so vast that you couldn't possibly have found me. I'm done with this old life, and I came here to tell you personally that I will go back to Texas and fulfill my duty as sheriff and fulfill my duty to my new wife. You took a vow. Never to marry, and never to leave this life. That was in Mexico. (laughs) He snaps, and then a couple of guys try to grab onto Lorenzo and and, search his coat. They immediately find several gold bars. Like what you see? So they they take the gold bars out, and and, and he says, Oh, interesting. You found the old fortune of my son. I didn't take it for selfish gain. I took it for Ephraim, for the debt I still owe him. I'll return these to my grandson. My son Ramon is dead. You will take his place at my side. Ramon always followed your every word, like a lapdog. But I know your true purpose, like a cat. You know I've always hated cats. (laughs) They know everything about me. Why? Because they strike and Lorenzo attacks the guards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll the stri- to uh, strike out, yeah. Uh, what, what's... 
So, uh, yeah, first that's I am a, I'm handling things without guile and head on, for okay. sure. So, have you caught them off guard? Um, I think so. I don't... Okay, yeah, maybe you have. Because they, they probably don't expect you to strike back. Have they just wronged you? I think that's clear, yeah. yeah. So, you can have a plus three on that one. Alright, nine. Okay. Okay, so your strike lands and you deal... So who are you striking out against? The, the guys holding me back. Okay, so you deal um, a condition on them. Obviously, they can't take that condition. So that means, I'll say you can take half of the gold bars back. You grab them back into your hands. And I hit them with them. <laughs> and you hit them with them. <laughs> but you also out. take a condition as well. Okay. Which you... Yeah, you're clear and on the I'm ones from last driven. time. Driven. Uh, I, I knock out the guys holding me and then... I turn around and throw a gold bar at one hiding in the rafters. <laughs> and he falls. Suddenly he falls down. And Sebastian Sanchez looks at you. I knew they would be no match for you. That is why I could never leave you. And you could never leave me. You were built for this life. I supplied you with weapons. I gave you your favorite sniper rifle. I gave you all of the techniques that you know that made you... <coughs> I go to him. Sebastian... He looks at his hands. It's blood. Had I known that you were sick, I would have come back for Ephraim's sake. What is it? Ephraim is lost. I do not know what has become of him. No, surely not. He's he's to inherit the the, the, the restaurants, the 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 San Cervantes, the La Riviera. La Riviera and San Cervantes are. His, rightfully. They should stay with our family. You're saying that he's been kidnapped? Yes. He has begun a challenge on Gabriel Domenico. The two of them fight for the resorts. And Gabriel Domenico has done. And I look out the window dramatically, dropping the old man to the floor. Uh, <laughs> as he falls, I don't know who that is. Oh. <laughs> as we also, we zoom in, um, as Sebastian falls, we zoom into his cell phone. And we see that he's receiving a call at the very moment he's he's falling ill. And then the name above the number reads Raymond. So he he falls to the ground and passes out. If you want to read his phone, you can. Of uh, uh, Sebastian? Yeah. I'll pick up the phone and answer it. It's a FaceTime call. Tia <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ramon has been... Uh, just working as a doctor in Cancun, Mexico for the past two years. He's not very good with FaceTime. He's got like a stethoscope um, so it's, a, it's a very bad shot. <laughs> I guess you're surprised to see me. Never thought I'd stare into the eyes of a dead man. You're clearly Again. not seeing his eyes in the FaceTime call. <laughs> like it's all chin and nose. Who is this? Reveal yourself! Oh, oh, sorry, one second. Uh, as he adjusts it to a better picture. Revealing Tio Ramon. Tio Ramon. If you ever want to see Ephraim alive again, <gasps> you, will, you will bring the rest of the fortune to this location that I will send you in a text as he, like, looks off the phone. Can I can I send text with this thing? I I, I snap the phone in a rage. <laughs> <laughs> and it dawns on you that Tio Ramon kidnapped his own son to get at you. Yeah. You are shocked, but then you learn. As another phone rings. 
one of the thugs that you knocked out. It's again, Tio Ramon. <laughs> I had one more thing I was going to tell you. I don't want to hear it. Don't return to your old boss, Sebastian Sanchez. I have dealt with him myself. Every one of my family members will soon die. And then he hangs up. Lorenzo snaps that phone in half as well. (laughs) Suddenly there's a banging on the door. And the windows. Lorenzo... And the ceiling. Oh, Lorenzo runs to the window, trying to escape. As you learn, the building has been surrounded by zombies. (laughs) The dead man created the zombies that were in the Aztec tomb. That is how he survived. (laughs) Another call. Another call, but this time it's on Lorenzo's phone. It's actually <laughs> called you this time. Is it? Is it Ramon? Who, who is it? It's a restricted number. You have to answer it. <laughs> Lorenzo answers it while also loading a six shooter. <laughs> well, well, well. If it isn't my good friend Lorenzo, and you can hear Dom's like fake fingers, like slowly, like tapping on on whatever <laughs> surface he has in his in, on, in his office. I have no more friends in Mexico. It is I, Dom Flores, the one man who could possibly save you, Lorenzo. What do you know of of the Ramon's plot? I don't know much, but I'm looking on the news and I'm seeing that there are millions of zombies flooding the San Cervantes right now. I'm still alive! <laughs> Suddenly, Sebastian Sanchez, you realize, is laying on the ground. Uh, my. My. Dom, uh, I'll call you back. <laughs> sounds good. Do not leave me. My. prodigal grandson. I'm here. <gasps> Papa Sanchez. We can still survive this. You must. We must both escape here. Alright. <laughs> I'll, uh, kick open a window <laughs> and grab one of the curtains. And hang on to it with Sebastian on on my other arm. As the window smashes, behind you another window smashes. (laughs) As zombies are encroaching on both sides of the building, entering. And I I swing outside of the window and the uh, the bar of the curtain falls. And the curtain slides down the rod with it, allowing me and Sebastian to lower to the ground. Suddenly you see, right across the street, on the other rooftop... You realize, I guess you're being watched, because I don't know how you else you would notice, but you realize it's dumb. <laughs> Similar to the same position that you were in not long ago. He looks at you down a s- scope, but this time he holds a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> Just as you fly, swing out of the window, the rocket flies at the building and explodes, destroying all of the zombies. You swing over the fire. Now, I think in order to survive the fall... <laughs> I mean, I, I am, a, I am a, taking a stand, um, so this could be one of my moves. Oh, yeah. You're, t- yeah, you're stepping in to defend someone. That's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay. That's great. Okay, so roll... Um, that's not a move I have. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just roll with these questions. Yeah, that's fine. So, so I am... I am, uh, I guess the law's being broken, um, (laughs) and I am trying to impress Sebastian. (laughs) You're trying to impress Sebastian? Okay. Yes, with my skills. Okay, you can roll plus two. Uh, 
I got an 11. Damn. So I can do the whole three. Wow. So you can do all three of them. Okay. I'm, I'm protecting Sebastian from the blast of the rocket launcher. Uh, you can keep someone from leaving. You can also get a plus one for striking out. Against yes. the one who, who did this. Okay. Yeah, so I got a plus one against Dom. Yeah, and you can also stop him from leaving the rooftop or leaving the area if you want as well. Well, I'm going to shoot with my revolver that I got in Texas. Uh, it was gifted to me by my new wife. Uh, and I will shoot out the, uh, the, uh, the roof tiling that Dom is standing on so he slides off the roof. <laughs> he slides all the way to the front of the building. As you swing out, you Maybe drop in front of him. And you both are face to face. In one fell swoop. And you realize on your phone you still had him on hold. So you hang up because you could just continue your no, conversation. I answer. <laughs> no, you answer the phone. Dumb. I'm ready to hear what you have to say. And I... I, I Wait, so he's on the phone right now? We're on the phone? And I, but we're also face to face. Oh, we're face to face. Oh, we're face to face. And you're looking at him. But I still talk to the phone for some reason. I say, I say, I have four to six robot thugs who are willing to stop this whole mess right now. What's but in I mean, what's in it for you? You don't die. Fair. I don't. One, one robot butler comes up behind Dom. It's got a mustache and a platter. <laughs> food on it. It looks at you menacingly. But I want one thing, Lorenzo. Name your price. Do you remember about 46 episodes ago when you attempted to steal the love of Ziomara from me once again? Yes, and you have since married another. I want you to stop it. No more, stop Lorenzo. Love. You cannot love her anymore. You fool, you think that she still holds feelings for me? Yes, she's told me several times. That was a long time ago. <laughs> There's got to be a flashback right here. <laughs> <laughs> to what? The last episode? <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? Flashback. No, it doesn't have to be a flashback. We, no, no, no. We we, we flashback uh, just shortly after the reveal of the new Ziamara. Um, where she immediately <laughs> FaceTimes Dom <laughs> on her phone. But, Dom, you see a woman you've never seen before. Blonde with green eyes. Light-skinned. Who... Who is... Ziomara, who could this be? Well, <laughs> can't you tell? It's me, Ziomara. What... What have they done to you, my love? Dom, I was just calling to tell you, I'm still in love with Lorenzo. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest flashback ever. End flashback. So we're back. So we're where are we again? Let's. Where exactly are we? I'll. I'll help you. Outside of the Sanchez estate. Okay, I'll help okay, you, cool. Dom. If you help me restore Ephraim to his throne. Hmm. Deal. And then uh, I. I like start whistling like a like a really like fast tune that's got to be like morse code or something like that and then all my robots start to move into it's the binary. sanchez residence <laughs> we we cut to one of the the basement holding cells of the la riviera because obviously they have holding cells yes of course <laughs> where oh 
we see a, a shaggy Ephraim in in tattered clothes with a long, long beard. Uh, and across the room, we see Ziomara. Hey, how's it going in here? Great. You know, I've dealt with this for about just as long as I can take. My family's after me. You're after me. My old crew's after me. What's the point any longer? Well, I'm gonna offer to take some of that guilt off of your shoulders, you feel. In a move I have called Tell Me Everything. I'm gonna advise you to do something and then I'm gonna roll. Alright? I would never trust you. You go for it. Well, I'm taking your burden and this is one of my moves, so I'm gonna do it. You rest your pretty little head, bud. I'm not keeping my hands clean at this point. I'm very directly involved in this. Gotcha. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> now, I understand you're not going to do anything I say. I've tried to kill you more times than I can count. Let me tell you what. But maybe if we work together, we can get you out of here alive. So you don't have to roll i think as an npc i kind of have to do it um if i want to clear their condition which is pretty bad right now so he looks at you and he says maybe there's still a chance for me maybe i was meant to redeem my family all right i'll tell you what you want to know i want to know what it'll take for you to marry me. I could I could never marry you. You You tried to you tried to destroy me. You sent goons after me and then you lit one of my resorts on fire. I would never trust you. And you realize he thinks you're Despota. Mm-hmm. I apologize it's been so long since we were able to have a heart to heart what with you being dead for a while and then the amnesia for a while and then you being in texas for a while it's been hard for us to chat but um i have a twin sister you see and you won't have to worry about her anymore as she glances away from the camera and down to the ground with a dramatic look where she sees a a pool of water reflecting her own reflection. <laughs> we we flash back to a previous episode where Ziomara and Despara have gotten over all of their differences. They're having a fun family beach time Aww. with their also long lost father, who is also a twin. So they're there with their two dads, um, in which Ziomara and Despara are on jet skis, but then the waves become choppier and choppier. And then we see that Desparo is no longer on our jet ski. Uh, and then around Ziomara's jet ski, all we see are sharks. And then a pool of blood rises up around the jet ski that Desparo is out. Ziomara reaches out her hand and screams, No! Uh, and then rides off on her jet ski, dejected. <laughs> and a flashback. <laughs> That's when you realize that Ziomara 
Wait, 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 wait. Who died? Who? Who? Uh, <laughs> Despara died. Yeah, that's when you realize Despara has been dead since your jet ski trip with your parents when you were young. So who was it that committed so many crimes against your friends and your resorts? It must have been you yourself thinking you were Despara. We flash back to a memento like sequence. Where, or or like the end of Fight Club where he realizes he's Tyler Durden yeah. and she's been doing everything. And then we cut back to Lorenzo and Dom who are driving in a jeep and they pull up to an army barricade. I get out Excuse of the me, car. Sir, what, what, what seems to be the problem? Where is this? It's an army barricade on the road to Cancun. Oh. You're trying to get into the city, are you? Well, it is all locked down. I heard that Cancun is the only safe haven in this in this world. No <laughs> civilians can enter any longer. All of Los Estados Unidos has been infested with zombies. So we're meant to suffer on the outskirts? We can't take that chance. <laughs> I I turn over, I turn to Lorenzo and go, we have to get through the barrier. And I think I have a plan. And I'm going to get out of the car. And I'm going to walk up to the... I'm going to walk up to the security guard at the gate. And I'm going to look at him and go... What do you think about... Robots? <laughs> and I'm going to... I'm going to take course. my... Uh, I'm going to take my, my plastic hand and like... Rub it... On the side of his cheek. <laughs> he looks at your plastic hand... <laughs> And he says, but, but all of the robots, they were all destroyed in the fight to try and prevent the zombie uprising. There are none left. There, there, there cannot be. You could not be in possession of one, could you? I'm going to prove to him that he's lying right now. <laughs> Sweet. So, so you accuse someone of lying and yeah. um, you can roll... So, okay, so yeah, so what's your question? Uh, are you taking control of the situation? Yes, I'm taking control of the situation. Okay, do you have an audience? Yeah, I've got Lorenzo. And all of the people on the, uh, protecting the border, soldiers, yeah, like yeah. a lot of soldiers. <laughs> so, do you have evidence? Do I have evidence? Uh, yeah, I've got robot, I've got robot army up the ass. Sweet, so roll plus. You've only got four to six thugs. I've got I've got four to six robot thugs. Alright, I'm gonna roll. Okay, what do I roll plus what? Three. Eleven. Okay, so first of all, you're right, regardless of what the audience has seen. So while the audience knows that I guess last episode we know that the United States fell to zombies and we tried to use our new robots to prevent that from happening. All of them were destroyed and they failed. You were the last person on earth to own any zombies or rather robots. You're the last person on earth to own any robots. You also know that these robots are your four to six thugs that you used to have, but were burned badly by Despara slash Ziomara. And you had to remove all of their brains and put them into robots. Now, yes, Immediately, the security guard is flustered and surprised. And he has no way of acting against you without 
using desperation. He's too desperate. He has nothing else he can do. So he says, fine, fine. Do what you have to do. Let us through. There's and while no way we're I can at stop it? you when you have an army of the last robots on Earth. But if you can, use them to protect us. Did, wait, right, let's let's go, Dom. Wait, while we're at it, give me some guns. We want two guns and a buttload of ammo. Fine. Yes. He, he waves his hand in the air, and several several soldiers come out, and they pull out a trunk, and at the lid of the trunk is two guns, and inside of the trunk is exactly a buttload of ammunition. <laughs> Suddenly, one of the soldiers stands up. No, we can't let this happen. Who are these people? They could put this entire colony in jeopardy. And they try and shoot at you, Lorenzo. Me, Lorenzo? (laughs) Why? I guess I'll take a stand? No, they're shooting me. Why don't we have you face certain death? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) You only have one condition marked. Yeah. So it's just a, a plus one. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Now roll for that. Plus one. Okay. Seven. Oh. <laughs> so, on a partial success, you survive, but you choose one from this list. So it, the list is someone you choose saves you just in time, or take a distinctive but sexy scar. Or gain a permanent debility, a limp, an eye patch, etc. Become twisted evil version of yourself. Suffer amnesia. Return with a new face. <laughs> wind up in a possibly long-term coma. Long-term coma. Um. I yeah. Uh, I I think I'm gonna. I think I'll take a distinctive, <laughs> sexy okay. scar. That sounds fun. <laughs> so suddenly the soldier stands up. And and he's he's actually got a machine gun. So he shoots you all the way up, and it it, it grazes through your like entire chest. But you pull out your revolver from Texas, bang, you shoot him dead. And the rest of them, like, the rest of the soldiers put their hands up. Because they see that you survived, like, six shots in the chest. I, I reveal my coat, and it's all, all the bullets have hit gold bars. But the gold bars have been dented into my chest. You now so it's like a long line. Gold bars in your chest. <laughs> Just like gold flakes. <laughs> He's like a he's like a sexy Iron Man. <laughs> I see that not all things have changed since I've been gone, Dom. I see that you're still Eleve. That's right, and don't ever doubt it again. But what of or Gabrielle? Where does she fit yeah. figure in all of this? Do you still Gab- love her? <sighs> no, no <gasps> longer. I have found that despite how much Ziomara has ruined both of our lives in multiple ways and multiple facets. And, and changed you into the monster that you are. <laughs> correct. And I look, that's when I, I look at my hands and there's a long, like, you know that Hannibal Burris like, uh, meme that where, like, he's got his hands up and it, <laughs> that, yes. the, the, the song goes, <laughs> that's exactly what happens. I think I know what you're talking we, about. While that's happening, they open the gate. They open the gate on the barricade and let you into their colony. In, into Cancun, yeah. We we cut to uh, Tio Roman's office as he spins around in his leather chair to Ziamara busting in. 
tears falling everywhere. Tia Ramon, y'all, I, I need you to do something for me. I just realized that I have been my own twin this entire time, and I cannot live with myself. I need you to use the skills you picked up as a doctor in Cancun to do a brainectomy and split my brain in half and put the bad parts that were Despara into a different body and keep the good parts that are Ziamara in this body. <laughs> okay, Ziamara, uh, demand what you deserve. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, am I keeping my hands clean? I am trying to uh, keep yeah, my yeah, hands he'll, clean. One pair of he'll hands. be really sterile during the whole surgery. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm offering another pawn in Tio Ramon's game. A scapegoat. Okay. Do they love you in this moment? I don't think it's love that we're working with. <laughs> Alright, so you can roll with a plus two. Nine. Nice. Okay, so... As Tio Ramon clears the rest of his amnesia, his mind has returned to its full state. And he realizes, I always knew this day would come. When you first became my patient, I knew one day you would return to me and we would have more work to do. Sit here and I will fulfill your request. As she quickly like runs out of the room, and brings back a zombie that she's pacified that looks exactly like the actress. <laughs> and that's when everyone in the audience remembers after she couldn't get another film deal after, with the partial success that was Flores del Sol, <laughs> the actress Anna Santana wanted to return to her spot on the telenovela and with the audience clamoring to see the, uh, the actress again, Producción had no choice but to rehire her. But in a new role. <laughs> yep, beautiful. I know the zombie looks nothing like me, but I believe we could pass it off as Despara, my twin sister. We cut to six hours later. You awaken. Look next to you. And it is Despara, exactly as you remember her. Except, her voice is different. Sister, what? I live again. It's, it's so damn good to see you, Despar. <laughs> <laughs> All I can remember is how close we were. How good you've always been to me. I, 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 I you were like two peas in a pod, yeah? I know that you are the only one that I can trust in this world. And you realize that while this is Despara, she seems completely changed. She's, she's much kinder than she's ever been. She, she, she also, she also has an eye patch and a peg leg. Why? Why? <laughs> That's just the only zombie they can fight. <laughs> they, they embrace, um, but the camera watches as there's a sly smile on Ziomara's face, but then the camera pans around again to see a sly smile on Despara's face. <laughs> All right, and then the camera pans one more time to see a sly smile on Tio Ramon's face. 
<laughs> then we cut to Lorenzo and Dom and his robot thugs arriving in their jeep at the foot of La Riviera in San Sorrentes. In the street. We bo- I think we both stand up and I rip my shirt off and I look over <laughs> at Lorenzo and I nod for him to do the same. I, I, Lorenzo does not rip his shirt. <laughs> he says, first, we find Ziomara. I tell her I tell her that I reject her entirely. I tell her of my new life, my new wife, of my newfound gold. And then you help me find Ephraim. Is that understood? <laughs> Dom like looks a little embarrassed and he starts to pick up like the two halves of his shirt. And he's like, Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what we're doing here. <laughs> Alright, then they uh, I guess we're we're going to uh, La Riviera. So you went to La Riviera? Yeah. Okay. You worked at La Riviera before you worked at San Cervantes, but you worked here as well. Yes. So Wait, you remember long ago. It, yes. So you remember it very well, but it seems as if it's changed. Everything inside is made out of metal and chrome, and you learn that all of the staff had been changed into robots before this crisis. <laughs> We've got to get after the robots were destroyed, they had to all be turned back into humans. And margaritas are $6 now. And, and margaritas are very expensive. <laughs> I think we've gone too deep. They're six pesos. <laughs> we got too deep with the zombies and robots things. I was, trying, I was trying to establish it's untouched. As soon as they see you. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. Someone walks from behind the counter at La Riviera, and she says, of course... It's you. It's Gabrielle Delmonico. Is Dom with us still? <laughs> yes, he is. And she says, my husband, and runs into your arms. Wait, whose arms? Yours. Um, I... Oh, shoot. What would he do right now? Shit. Don't think. Act. I look at her and I say, No longer! And I and I like feign and I like I like take my hand and and I like push my my head to the side and like look down. It's like a <laughs> like a soap opera and I and I like push my head and I'm like closing my eyes and like facing my head towards the ground. And I and I look at her and then I look back at her. What, what would you say that? What would you call that? Feigning? He, he's feigning. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. He's, yeah. He feigned and then he looks back and he says, "I have something to tell you." I. Despite everything, I am still in love with Ziromara. And then I and I put my plastic hand and I and I and I and I put it on her cheek and I say, "I'm so sorry." And while this is happening, Lorenzo spots in the kitchen, amidst all the automatons, <laughs> there is still one human chef. <laughs> it is Elena, the head chef of La Riviera. So he goes to her. As if drawn. And then he, he uh, walks to the kitchen, and the steam rising from the plates, and Elena ordering the robots. <laughs> and he bangs, bangs on, the wall, on, the, on, the, on the wall and say, Need a hand? <coughs> a human hand? Yeah, come on in. It's Rush. I don't know what the hell everyone else is doing. She's still cooking <laughs> and actually managing the restaurant as normal. Yes, La Riviera still a paradise, even if it has changed. <laughs> I start, uh, like, simmering meat immediately and, like, spicing it. 
and shaking it in a pan in one hand and then the other hand making rice. <laughs> we in Cancun are in the last vestige of human civilization. We are the last great luxury restaurant and hotel that there's ever been. I see that you've changed the prices. <laughs> yeah. We didn't think the margaritas were really selling, so we had to make a big change. <laughs> I still see that you're as slow as ever. I was like, plate an entire buffet of tacos <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I, I've forgotten how skilled you are. Yes, they say that you can take the chef out of Cancun and make him a sheriff in Texas, but you can never take the sheriff from Texas and make him a chef. <laughs> <laughs> she comes and embraces you briefly but I, I hold her at arm's length say so much has changed Elena wait but you don't remember you and I got married in Texas no no <laughs> and then suddenly you pan over to Dom and Dom's choking on he he like he had a margarita glass in his hand and it drops through the floor and he starts choking on something. And then Gabrielle is like looking at him going, No, Dom, what's wrong? Hold on, Dom, I have to accuse Elena of lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Okay, do that. And then come back oh, to no. me. Hey there everybody. This is Hadley from Control Group. If you like what you're hearing, please make sure you subscribe to our channel. You can also find us on social media. Follow us on Twitter, at ControlPod, control as in the control key on your computer. You can also find us on Instagram, at ControlGroupPod. Thank you so much for listening. How was that shit, huh? Huh? Yeah, that was so fucking dope. It was the sexiest thing you've ever heard. You've never wanted to subscribe to a channel more than you ever wanted to now. This is great. We cut back to Gabrielle and Dom as he's choking. And she she says, no, my husband, no. As long as you stay, my husband, I will allow you to survive. She gets into position to give you the Heimlich maneuver. But she says, only on that condition, of course. I, I, I can't speak right now, so I'm just like trying to reach for her face. But the more I try to reach for it, the more I sink closer and closer to the floor. And I could slowly... I could slowly feel my eyes starting to like close a little bit, and I and I and I almost like you know that scene in uh, uh, Good Omens where like uh, the, the 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 nuns are like winking to each other and it's like their own secret language. This is like that moment, and I'm looking into Gabriella's <laughs> eyes and I'm basically saying, "Please, I'm I'm sorry, I was such a jerk. Please save me." Suddenly, you cough up the margarita piece that had been caught in your windpipe. Just one little piece of margarita. <laughs> it, fly, it, it flies across the room and hits the sign that says, Six dollar margarita, there to die for. Right, now, now I'm back to Lorenzo <laughs> and Elena. And I accuse her of lying. As I say, that impossible. You couldn't could be my wife. I left my life, my life in Texas behind me. Um, so, uh, I, am, I guess I am. I'm acting with Gaia. Head on. Okay. Uh... Do I have an audience? I have the robots. The robot chefs. There's Yeah, uh, there's everybody in this <laughs> restaurant. There's actually just a but lot I, of... But I don't have evidence. So. There's a chorus of people just sitting around eating normally. Because it's a nice high-class restaurant as well. And it's open kitchen, I'm assuming. Yeah. Plus one. Is it one? Um, two plus two. Because you have an audience as well. 
That's just audience. And like, I don't have evidence. And no, no, not oh. Guile, right? I got you. I got you. All right. Oh shit. <laughs> Oof. That's when you realize. <laughs> Four. <laughs> that's when you realize that the woman that you married in Texas, your new wife, that you've been telling everyone about, about since you returned to Mexico, was truly Elena all along. <clears throat> She followed you here and returned to her old job at La Riviera to find you here, knowing that your work was never done. But then Lorenzo also realizes that in the cave, getting the treasure, that he was attacked by one of the zombies. And he's been slowly losing himself. (laughs) No! As he looks down to his wrist and sees an open wound, a bite. At that same moment, the double doors leading into the restaurant swing open as Despara and Ephraim walk in hand in hand, followed quickly by Tia Ramon and Ziomara. As Ziomara exclaims, Well, I'm glad all y'all are here. We're about to have a wedding. <gasps> no! Lorenzo rushes out of the kitchen, bearing, ripping open his shirt. <laughs> he winks at Dom. <laughs> I went That's back at him. Perfect. I, 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 in the okay. meantime, G- Gabriel Domenico stands up and says, Perfect. I will be able to officiate your wedding as this is my resort. In the meantime, we'll also have our divorce. And looks at Dom. <gasps> now that your mission is complete, you have brought Lorenzo here to me and Ziomara and Ephraim. Our wedding is done with. What do you want, Gabrielle? <laughs> <laughs> all of you to die. So immediately she says all of the rights for the wedding and does officiate it. Wait, immediately? <laughs> immediately? <laughs> we don't die. Okay. She, she does want to do perfect. that first. So, <laughs> I would then like to unveil my scheme. Ooh. Deceased property. Thanks to Gabrielle officiating the marriage, she's made it official that Ephraim should be able to seize the property of both La Riviera and San Cerventes, and Despara would also be under this l- new lease, robbing Gabrielle of all of her own rights. As soon as you sign the paper, the wedding contract that she's given to you, you reveal all of this. And she says, no! No, that's not true! There, there, there's no way! Uh, as long as I'm married to Dom, I, I would at least still have... And then Dom... You show her that in your own wedding contract that you made at your marriage, it says not at the bottom, <laughs> which is binding, of course. And she says, no, oh, all of my connections have been severed. What can I do now? I've got to do my meltdown move. What? You- <laughs> Perfect. What is it? Uh, they think they can manipulate you displace you they don't understand you own them you storm to the worst offender and hurt them and i want to storm up to Ephraim. and it says you could slash throats you don't need money or backup maybe you destroy the things they love maybe you cut throats i'm gonna cut Ephraim's throat so who is your worst offender i guess the worst offender is technically uh it's technically gabrielle but I don't want to cut her throat. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to so, hurt Gab Gabrielle. Immediately, you go into meltdown. 
you go into an absolute rage, you're full of emotion, and you, you decide you're going to have to hurt Gabrielle in the <gasps> worst way that you know how, by killing Ephraim. Immediately, right. you slash Ephraim's throat, <gasps> who had just been married to Ziamara. Lorenzo screams and sobs on the floor, and he would like to do his meltdown as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As, as Ephraim falls to the floor, once again, surely dead. <laughs> Lorenzo stumbles, pushing Elena out of the way, as she tries to comfort him. Looking to Ziomara, who he doesn't recognize anymore. Literally. <laughs> and he crosses to the door, weakly, pulling it shut and locking the door. My uh, meltdown says... There's a line between justice and vengeance. Sometimes, th- that's done now. You go directly to the object of your enmity and bring them to, that to justice. You throw their sins in their face and met, met out, mete out punishment. Maybe you lock them up in a jail or cell, or maybe you finish things once for all. Tomorrow they'll know you've always been a brute, but tonight they'll face you and know truth. And the object of my enemy is these hotels. La Riviera. <gasps> and so, I lock the door, run to the kitchen, turn on all the burners... And burn the hotel to the ground. <laughs> Attempt to burn it to the ground. Immediately, the restaurant begins to be engulfed in flames, and Ziomara, your husband, has been murdered. What do you do? What do you feel in this moment? You turn back to... Lunja's just screaming in the background. He's just saying, It's all done! It's all over! It ends with us! You turn to Tio Ramon, who came with you as well, and he's like, I'm lost. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Yeah. Siomara kneels down to Ephraim, uh, holding his hand. And as she looks back to Tio Ramon, Tio Ramon nods back. And that's when Siomara begins reaching for her neck and then pulling something up. It seems she's wearing a mask of <gasps> some sort. Uh, the mask reveals that Siomara has been Ephraim as Ephraim pulls up the mask on himself to reveal that the throat that was actually slashed was Ziomara's. No! no! Oh my god! <laughs> and that's and the end like... of this episode. <laughs> that has to be! That has to be the end! <laughs>